Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wedding Photo Podcast. I am your host, Ulysses Del Toro, um, and I know that uh, the last couple weeks I have been pretty silent. Um, I did mention on the Facebook group that I was going to record an episode, which was right at the beginning of all this craziness that has been going on uh, with the COVID-19 thing, but there was just so many things happening. Um, I felt like things were coming out, uh, not day by day, it was like hour by hour. There was new information. All these things are happening. Um, What's happening in our world right now is just really, really crazy. And um, everybody was, and there was so much information just being put out on social media, on YouTube, through the news outlets. And I don't know, I just, I felt like there was so much going out. Um, There wasn't anything new that I could provide. And I also wanted to be sensitive to all the stuff that was going on. There was a lot of, it's just, this whole thing, it's just affected so many people. And, um, we're, we're all having a really hard time with, with everything that's going on. So I don't really want to talk about uh, the coronavirus. Um, all I want to say is that I hope everybody's taking care of themselves. Everybody is um, staying at home and staying clean and watching out for one another. Look out for your neighbors, check in on your neighbors, check in, check in on your elderly, check in on your family and friends and just make sure everyone's all right physically make sure everyone's all right mentally um we're we're all struggling through this time and i think one of the best things that we can do is uh to be there for one another so that's all i'm really gonna touch on on that um these last couple weeks like i said have been pretty 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 crazy but i really just wanted to come on here to um just provide something else like a little distraction from everything that's going on uh for all my listeners so uh this this won't be a long episode it'll just be a fun little episode answering some of the the stuff i saw in the facebook group and some of the stuff that i've been doing uh as of lately um, before we get started, uh, I just want to remind everybody that if you want to reach out, uh, or you can find me on Instagram at wedding photo podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at del Toro photo, and you can come join our Facebook group where we talk about different articles and topics related to the wedding photography industry or just photography in general. Um, you can ask questions on there if you want them to be featured on the podcast or just if you have a question in general, we have a growing community of, uh, wonderful photographers and uh, videographers and uh, people of the like uh, just wanting to, to share their input and, and help everyone out. So come join the Facebook group. I've also recently teamed up with Publisher by Narrative. It's a desktop app that you can use uh, for blogging. It makes blogging more efficient, quicker, easier. Um, they're really great. And they're offering 15% off if you use code Del Toro Photo. You can find the link and links to all of this stuff in the show notes. Um, and if you want to support this podcast, all, all I ask is that you uh, rate this podcast, give it a five-star rating, leave me a review. Uh, it makes a podcast more discoverable uh, for others to find and uh, share this podcast with, uh, with uh, your friends. So one of the thing, one of the questions I asked on the Facebook group was uh, what you guys wanted to hear about, and um, 
I had a couple responses on there. And Josh Legrone responded and said, if you could talk to yourself when you first started your career in photography, what piece of advice do you think that version of you would need to hear the most? Which is a really uh, interesting thing to think about. What would you guys tell yourselves, you know, even even if you're not that far along in the industry, even what you've learned up to this point? Um, I've been doing wedding photography for over 10 years now, and it's been um, a really fun time just like growing our business. Uh, there's been so many different phases in my career. There was a time where I was just learning how to use the camera and deciding what I wanted to shoot when I was still like shooting a couple weddings here and there. I still didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. There was a time where I felt like I was getting better and upgrading equipment. Uh, there was a time when I was getting a grasp on things, but you know, it was, I was doing it all alone. And then Maria came in and she learned wedding photography. And then there was this whole new phase where we were building a business together. There's just been so many phases throughout these last, uh, 10 years in my career as a wedding photographer. And it's all been really, really fun, but I've learned so much throughout the years, like so, so, so much. I, I, I really wouldn't even know where to start as far as like what what's like the one thing I would need to focus on. Um, I guess um, the the thing I would go back and tell myself is that uh, just enjoy uh, what you're doing. It, don't put so much pressure on yourself because I remember I did put a lot of pressure on myself when I was first starting out. As much fun as I was having, um, I pushed myself really hard, but I never felt like I was good enough. It took a really long time for me to feel like I was any good at what I was doing. I think that took away from some of the joy uh, that that I could have had if if I just enjoyed every piece along the way. There was There was a certain point throughout the many years that I remember it kind of, uh, I, I had that realization that, you know, I shouldn't be taking this so seriously. I mean, uh, growing a business and making money and doing all those things. Um, I did take that serious, but, um, there was a certain aspect that I wasn't enjoying because, because I was putting so much pressure on myself. So, um, there was a, a point that I finally hit where I took a step back and you know what? It was probably after like a rut that I hit. I'm sure we've all hit um, those times in, in, in our careers or in photography where you just feel kind of unmotivated. Um, you feel like you don't have any creativity. I think I put down the camera for, for weeks or even months and I just didn't have any motivation. And um, when I finally picked the camera back up, um, I did it. Uh, I started just playing around and shooting whatever I wanted to. I wasn't taking it serious. And I think that's around the time that I had the realization that, you know, this, this entire thing, you know, even if I'm building a career out of it, even if I'm building a business out of it, it should be fun. It should be something that I want to do uh, the rest of my life. So my whole mentality on it kind of changed. I, I didn't take it as serious anymore. Um, uh, and I didn't put so much I didn't put so much pressure on myself anymore and it just made uh, the whole thing more enjoyable. So everything I did from there forward, um, I took everything as a learning experience. Um, even my failures, I took them as a learning experience. Um, and I made sure that every time that I learned something new, I, I really put a focus on how it made me uh, better as a photographer um, and as a, and as a, 
as an as an entrepreneur as well. And it's made the experience just so much more enjoyable. Every time I'm learning something new, um, I just get really excited. Whether I'm whether I go out and shoot with a friend or whether I learn a new camera trick uh, while at a, at a wedding, every time I do something new like that, it just gets me really excited for uh, the potential that that new skill set or that new thing that I did, how far I can expand it. And I feel like that's how it also helps me to continue to grow. Um, I try to stay open-minded. Um, so, so like I said, if I could go back and just tell myself one thing is to not put so much pressure on myself and just enjoy, uh, what I'm doing. Um, there's so many things that could be said, um, but at the same time, like I feel like most of the stuff that you you need to know, you need to to learn on your own. You need to make mistakes. You need to learn uh, what things work for you and what things don't for you. I don't think there's um, not there's not like a set of rules that never do this, never do that, um, that would work for everybody as a whole. I think everybody has their own path. As you've heard from all the guests that I've had on the podcast, everybody's path has been uh, very different. But their struggles have all been very similar, and I think we all have that in common, and I think you need those struggles to really learn and come out better as a photographer and as an entrepreneur. So thanks, Josh, for that for that question. That I think that's a really good one. Um, Ollie Smith, he said he wanted to see uh, maybe some books that I'm going to read this year or books that I have read, some that would help to learn about photography or business or marketing. Um, I don't I don't think I've ever really read any books uh specifically related to photography i mean i have like um i've had i've looked through books from photographers they're mostly just pictures right uh so i've never really read anything directly related to photography but i can talk about some of the books that i have read what i'm reading right now um if uh and some of it can be inspiring so uh, i'll just go through a list um i just finished born to run um it was i'm a i'm a runner if you don't know this already from my instagram and stuff i really love running it's like my number one form of exercise it's uh for me it's therapeutic um it's 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 really uh, it can be hard but at the same time it's it's something that really um, helps me relax and, um, I've always enjoyed it. So, um, I'm building up, uh, you know, one of my goals is to run a marathon. Um, that was, that was, uh, something I had planned for this year that I may or may not still do. I'm not really sure. Um, but I have been running, um, a lot more recently and trying to up my miles because, I really enjoy long distance running. So I'm trying to see how far I can take that. But somebody suggested Born to Run. And it's about a hidden tribe in in, uh, Mexico called the Taramara. And it's a really, really well-written book. Um, It's about long distance running. It's about the deep roots of long distance running. And um, it definitely inspired me to to run, um, run harder and run even more so for myself. So it, it, it's something that hit really close to home. The way I really enjoy and see uh, running, um, this book really was like perfect for that. So uh, if you, you know, enjoy books on, um, this has some history and, and then it's also like a motivational book, uh, you know, if you're, if you're exercising or something. So this is really good, Born to Run. Um, another really good uh, motivational book that I read this last year is uh, Can't Hurt Me 
by David Goggins. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard the name David Goggins. He's an ex, uh, Navy SEAL. And, um, I mean, this guy is one of the most motivating guys out there. If you follow him on Instagram, um, he never stops. He's, he's working on himself seven days a week. Um, and he's, is his story is just really incredible. Uh, when you read back about it, um, he talks about, uh, his life growing up. Uh, he did not have an easy life. Um, but also he talks about his struggles, uh, trying to join the Navy SEALs. I think he failed like two or three times trying to get in and, and, and his life afterwards. And it's just a really, really motivational story. Um, it's one of my favorite books now. I would read it over and over and over again. I plan on reading it over and over again. So I highly recommend, uh, if you want a good motivational book to read, I would highly recommend Can't Hurt Me. I heard that the, um, that the audiobook is even better because it's somebody else, um, it's, it's somebody else reading the book, but it stops periodically for, for David Goggins to actually step in and talk more about those specific situations that are happening, you know, in, in the narrative of the book. Um, so it's like, it's like, a an audio book plus bonus content. Um, I haven't, re- I haven't heard it yet, but I really want to. So I'll probably do that, um, sometime over the next couple of weeks as well. Uh, but that's a really good book. I highly recommend it. Um, some other books that I just really enjoy, um, one of my favorite books, there's this book called the last season by Eric Blem. It's about a backcountry uh, ranger, um, working in the Sequoia national park. His name was Randy Morganson and he was a backcountry ranger. Um, he, he spent, I believe 25 seasons, um, working as a backcountry ranger, uh, by himself, uh, most of the time. And he did, uh, like over 10 or 15 seasons in the winter. Um, but he did, um, over, over 20 years working as a backcountry ranger. Uh, lots of amazing stories. His background growing up, living in Yosemite. Um, if you've ever, if you, if you enjoy going to national parks and, and experiencing the beauty of nature or just if you enjoy hiking and camping, um, you would really en- enjoy this book. Uh, it's a it's a really amazing story about this about this ranger. It's one of my again it's one of my favorite books. Um, one of the other things I really like to read on is um, I really like all kinds of books, but um, I'm really into uh, like true crime stories as well. Uh, not as much as some of the other stuff that I read. But definitely if it's something really interesting, um, I'll read it. And I have some favorite books there. But um, last year, uh, Maria actually gifted me this book that I was really excited to read. It's called In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Um, it's an older story about a murder that happened in uh, in a small town in Kansas, like in the nineteen late 1950s. And um, I think the author actually spent some time talking to the two uh, murderers of the story. And um, so there's this book recounts um, that story, how it happened, uh, some insight. And it's a really, really good story. It's very like it, it really leaves you on the edge of your seat the whole time. Like you feel like something bad's going to happen. 
the whole time you're reading it. So it really draws you in. It's a really good book. I, I recommend that one if you like uh, true crime stories. Um, so those are some of the stuff that I've read, some things that I recommend. Um, if you, I have more, if you're interested, uh, feel free to reach out to me and, you know, we can talk some books. Uh, right now I just, I just shifted my attention, um, to this book called Scythe. It's a young adults, uh, series. Um, it's like a kind of like a sci-fi, uh, kind of series if you've ever, if you've heard of it, but it's, uh, I believe it's a trilogy. And um, we heard good things. So Maria uh, bought it. She read it and really loved it. She's already ordering the second book. Um, so I decided that I'm going to read it as well. That way uh, we can talk about it. Um, this is going to be like, we don't, Maria and I don't uh, typically read the same book. So I thought it'd be fun for us to have a book that we can kind of enjoy together and talk about. And um, I think it's ages 12 and up. So our son, yep, ages 12 and up. So our son said he he might want to try and read it as well because um, he likes that we're all kind of getting into it. Uh, but I just started it. Um, I'm only a couple chapters in, and it's pretty good. I like it, I think. And um, one of the other reasons I really wanted to read it is because it's just a nice little break, you know, from all these other books. I read a lot of, like, motivational stuff, and it's really great, but... You know, I feel like sometimes the information, you feel like you're getting the same type of information over and over. So it's good to take a break. I'm going to read, I'm going to finish reading Scythe. And I also ordered uh, American Psycho, if you've ever seen the movie. Um, I didn't even realize it it was a book to begin with. So I saw that and I ordered it. Um, we order most of our books through thrift books. If you've ever gone on thriftbooks.com, uh, you can find, uh, most of the books that you're looking for on there, um, use copies, uh, different levels of use. Like you can find ones that are really torn apart, but have all the pages or ones that are like brand new and, and, um, they're, they're a lot cheaper. So I definitely recommend going to thriftbooks.com and uh, seeing if you can find your books there. That's where we order most of our books. And after I read American Psycho, then I don't really know. I have I have a ton of books that I went kind of book crazy for a little while, I think last summer. And there's, there's like four or five books that I have that I just haven't, I totally forgot about, but I have them there. They're unread. So I might focus uh, on them right now that we have a little extra time and devote the some time to, to reading uh, more than I, than I typically would. So that's what we're going to be doing with our books. So aside from books, I guess I wanted to talk about some of the other things we're doing. Um, you know, uh, with, uh, with a lot of us in, in this self-isolation, we have a little bit extra time on our hands. I've heard different people working on, on, you know, uh, some of the stuff they they normally felt like they didn't have time for. They're working on stuff for their businesses. They're catching up on their blogging. Um, they're working on strategies for when um, when all this dies down and we and we get back to work, which is really really good to hear. Um, and some people are taking the time to learn things that they've always wanted to, like learn how to play the guitar or do some extra painting that you normally wouldn't do. Um, so I wanted to talk about some of the stuff that I'm doing. I like to work. I like to do things that, um, that definitely keep up some of the skill sets that I have. So, you know, for me, I really love doing photography. I really love, uh, uh, doing video editing. Um, so during this time I've been 
trying to find some activities that that will help me with that. So, you know, I've been just filming random little stuff and creating like motion graphics. A lot of that's for uh, my my work uh, where I need to be doing those things. Um, but but uh, I'm taking advantage of of the the extra time that we have um, to just practice, you know, learning how to edit in After Effects, learning how to edit motion graphics in Premiere. So I just film random little things and find out uh, different, you know, transitions I can do with them, learn how to do different transitions, do how to learn how to use different title sequences. So that's been a little fun for me, just playing around. Um, as far as photography goes, um, I have been trying to, to stay creative in that, in that aspect. I, I've been trying to stay creative. Um, one of the things that I'm doing is, uh, recently Maria got me onto TikTok and, um, I just fell in love with TikTok. It's so fun. Um, you know, I feel like the dad trying to be cool on TikTok, but honestly, TikTok is just an awesome app like the amount of creativity that you can express on tiktok is truly truly amazing i mean you can edit uh videos in real time and add effects and add uh filters and text and change the duration of text and the movement of them and um there's just so many things you can do and the fact that you're you know using songs that are like trending or um or, you know, even the stuff that you're recording, the sound that you're recording could be used by others to create different videos. I mean, you're basically, you're putting out, not only are you putting out content, but you're creating content at the same time. And it's just a really amazing app. So I feel like I'm, I'm barely touching the, the base of, of what's really, what you're really capable of doing on TikTok. So it's been really fun. Um, I've been Besides making some random TikToks, I'm trying to uh, use TikTok to to also be more creative with my photography. So one of the things I've been doing here, where I live, it hasn't been it it's uh, it, we're sheltered in place, um, but it's not uh, strictly mandated like they tell us that we can still go out on a walk, exercise. Um, so normally, Maria and I will go out on a walk. We'll just go around um, our neighborhood. And, um, you know, when people see each other, everyone's just kind of avoiding each other and and doing the right thing. Um, but aside from that, um, I'll still go on, on bike rides by myself or long runs by myself, but the bike rides I've been using, um, I've been using those rides to actually take my camera and film some, some footage of me going out and trying to get some, some photos, some random photos of like sunsets or whatever I can think of. And I've been putting together some TikToks, um, using that as a way to, to keep being creative. So I've been having fun with that. I've been talking to a couple friends of how, um, um, of other things that I can take photos of. Um, working on some possible, uh, collabs with some friends. Um, so we'll see where that goes, but I've been using those bike rides to go out and photograph and, and find fun things to take pictures of. And, and I've been posting those on my Instagram. So, uh, that's been pretty fun. You can go, you can take your camera out on your walks and just find cool stuff to take pictures of and, 
and edit them um, differently than you normally would, and just uh, you might discover something else that you that you like doing uh, in your photography, or you might learn something new. So um, that's something you can do. Another thing you can do is um, practice your 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 lighting uh, with your flash systems. Um, Right before all this happened, we had a wedding. We had two weddings coming up. We we were able to shoot one of them, but the other one, um, it did get postponed. But I had just bought a lighting system that I had planned on using um, at that wedding. Um, I had recently talked to Eric uh, McFarlane and uh, Stephen Van Elk. Uh, they use a similar system. Um, I, I think I ended up actually buying the almost the same system yeah, the same system that uh, Stephen Van Elk has. Um, I bought two Young Now uh, 660 flashes, and I bought a um, a I believe it's the five five sixty uh, XT transmitter. Um, and I already had one uh, like softbox umbrella that I used for one flash before. So I bought a second one because uh, I wanted to practice some of my um, portrait skills. So I think I'm going to be making, you know, some more videos on that as well. Um, but I was going to use these at weddings to do some more flash photography style of photos uh, for portraits or even for um, for receptions. Um, the, the system I was using before, I had two flashes, um, but they weren't, um, they did not have wireless transmitters. They just read each other through the uh, the infrared. But if you've ever used them like that, you really can't have anything blocking uh, the infrared. Sometimes they don't read and both flashes won't go off. Uh, so I wanted a system that would go off no matter what. So I can like hide lights if I wanted to do something creative or different. Um, I was really excited to use them. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to use them at a, at a wedding right now for a while. Um, but I, I am setting those... Um, those flashes up here at home I already did one photo of my son when I first got him but um, now that I have both umbrellas I'm gonna play around and do some I'm just gonna play around with with the different lighting styles that I can do I'm gonna try to take some pictures outside uh, with them so we'll see what we end up getting with that but I will be sharing uh, most of that um, if you don't know I have an Instagram account um, it's at bound by beauty and it's where it's just like my personal Instagram account where I post, you know, photos that I take for fun. Um, I try different editing styles and I just play around with it. So there's nothing, you know, it's, it's nothing business. Like the del Toro photo one is the one that we use to post all our, uh, wedding and family style photography. Um, and we keep it strictly to that um but yeah this other one is just my personal account just for fun so if you want to go and check that out you can you can go over to at bound by beauty so yeah there's lots of stuff that you can do uh to keep yourself busy and um work on your creativity and work on honing in your skills even while all this is going on um i know that adobe is offering uh two free months of of their creative cloud. If you don't have that, you can actually go check that out um, and use, uh, you know, Photoshop and um, Adobe Illustrator and uh, Premiere and all those stuff. Um, they're offering two months free. Uh, one of the other things that, that I came across was Adobe is offering a 
Photoshop Creative Cloud Masterclass. It's on sale. It's supposedly worth $1,600. It's on sale for $34. Um, I think at that price, um, you know, there's some pretty good reviews about the the master class, but if you really want to learn any of these programs, like, like for me, I'd really want to learn, um, we're using, uh, InDesign a lot more at my job and I know nothing about it, but I'm having, I'm finding myself in InDesign more often. So that's something that I would probably use it for. Um, I have been like, um, watching more videos on YouTube about it. But, you know, if I wanted to take it serious, I think this would be a perfect class to take. So um, you can look for that. Um, I'll try to leave the link for that in the show notes as well. But, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do to keep up on your skills and and work on fun stuff that you normally wouldn't. Um, for me, photography is one of the things that I want to keep playing around with. So I'm going to be taking more photos, sharing them on, on uh, my Instagram account. If you guys have any ideas, maybe some collaboration ideas, please reach out. It'd be really fun to connect with some of you guys and do some collab photos since, you know, we can't all meet in person right now. Anyways, this is a good opportunity to have some extra fun and do some stuff uh, with our photography. So let me know if you, what you guys are doing um, to keep yourselves busy during this uh, this these times. And if you guys are doing anything creative, I'd, I'd really love to hear about it. Um, so that's, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, just wanted to put out a, a short little episode with some of the stuff that's going on here. Um, if you guys have some book recommendations, um, I'd love to hear them. Um, I'm always looking for some new material to read. Um, if you, like I said, if you guys have ideas or things that you're doing to stay creative, I'd love to hear about that. If you if you haven't already, you can find me on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo, or you can just join our Facebook group. Like I said, all the links are in the show notes below, so come join us. Uh, thank you guys again for listening, for continuing to listen, uh, for your continuous support. Remember to leave that five star rating, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. Um, it would mean the world to me. So thanks again, guys, for listening. We will catch you on the next one. Thank you.